Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Feels Good Podcast with Amanda Cerny and Jacqueline Fernandez. <laughs> and make sure I tried you- to imitate you. Oh, that was really good. <laughs> do I do that all the it time? It was good, right? Yeah. Amanda Cerny. Ah. So I'm like, oh, okay. And Jacqueline <laughs> We should just always point out things about one another that we probably don't notice. <laughs> I, I always yeah. sing things. I, I like sing song things. I don't know why I do that. You are a sing songer. I am. And I cannot sing for the life of me, by the way. Can you sing? <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, yeah. See, that's but another thing we have in common. We're officially twins, Jam. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thanks for listening in to another episode and leaving us those five-star reviews. We have another cash prize winner to announce this episode, which who knows when, but we will throughout it. So make sure you stay tuned. And mm-hmm. I, I, I want to know how was your week, Jacqueline? We didn't talk since last week. I know. Oh my gosh. It's, I'm so great. You know, I'm so grateful for this podcast because we get to catch up now like on purpose, like (laughs) without a choice, like we have to catch up. Like It's it's part of our job. It really is. I know it's amazing though. (laughs) I've always wanted to catch up with you. Now we have to. I've always wanted to be your friend, Amanda. (laughs) I, I kind of forced you into it. I was like, listen, I know we're friends, but we're going to be better friends. But I need to know, I need to know what you get up to every single week. Yes. And you need to tell all of us right now. Now. Okay. Fill us in. So I just started shooting for my first film. I mean, not my first film, but my like first film (laughs) of the of the year because the one it's that a I fake did Jacqueline. <laughs> they're like first film <laughs> I'm like first film we got you um so um yeah I just started filming um for my actually it is my first film because the one I was doing before this was like a like a short film like a little nice short experimental film you and so much. um oh my god it's it's crazy because I jumped I finished that and then the next day I jumped on a flight and uh, we traveled here. We're pretty far out, actually. It was like a two and a half hour flight. And then uh, we drove for three hours into this place. And we're shooting in like like beautiful tea plantations. Like the, mm-hmm. it's pretty cold though. So like I just realized I haven't been in the winter for almost a year. It took me like three days to acclimatize. Like and I had a yeah. terrible migraine for three days. It was so crazy because then I went on some ridiculous detox because we had three three days of quarantine here. And in that those three days of quarantine, I decided like, let me get on a detox on so my first day of shoot. You know, I'm super fresh. And we were doing like all of our workshops and like rehearsals and stuff in those three days. But oh my God, like my migraine progressively got worse and worse and worse. And I realized it was because I cut out coffee. Mm. Like yeah, yeah that'll three, do oh it my for sure. God, that killed me. <laughs> so on the third day, I had like I didn't jump straight into it. I didn't jump into my Nespresso, but like I had like a really mild organic coffee to start off with. And it just it changed everything. Like the migraine went, I had energy. Cause I literally like my migraine was so bad, guys. Like I thought I was gonna throw up. It was so mm. bad. No, those get really bad. They're so painful. Oh. 
I'm sorry. And I think happened. it was like, yeah, I know it was terrible. It was three days of that, but now I'm all good. We've like completed two days. It's our third day of shoot. Super great to be back on set. I'm so happy. Um, yeah. And uh, was, it, was your, to, just a quick question about your detox. Mm-hmm. It's just you cutting out caffeine. Well, I cut out caffeine. I cut mm-hmm. out um, like pretty much like it was just like raw veggies and okay. like a little bit of fruit mm-hmm. and um, like like maybe like a few smoothies. Like I was just going like super raw actually. No mm-hmm. caffeine, um, no salt, no sugar. Um, only like a little, like the little bit of fruit that I was having was like, that was it. And like nuts. I was doing nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, like You did like, like a like raw nut- vegan diet. Yep, basically. exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. exactly what, what I did. Yeah, it was awesome. crazy. But, it was raw some, but like, I think, I think I could have managed that. I wasn't getting hungry. It was just, I think the caffeine, oh my God. Like I just, I couldn't even get out of bed. It was so bad. Yeah. It was like, like my, major withdrawals. Oh That's my awesome. God. I felt, yeah. I just didn't realize I had such an addiction to caffeine. Uh, it was yeah. bad. It happens to everybody. Even Johannes recently, like he was always drinking pre-workouts and like energy drinks and then he cut it out for a week and he had like the worst migraines. So it's just like major withdrawal. It's so crazy how that happens. But I know. And then we all oh like God. dwindle back. But do into you, caffeine. <laughs> are you like, are you into caffeine as well? Or are you like more green tea? I like green tea more. And then if I drink energy drinks, usually they have like a green, it's caffeine from green tea extract, but it's still a lot of caffeine and I never end up finishing the whole thing. But I usually like in my mornings, I usually have um, like black tea has a ton of caffeine though. It does. And And so does matcha. Oh my God. How strong is that? That's insane. I know. They really get the bowel movements going in the morning. But um, (laughs) the black tea I do with like a peppermint tea. And then sometimes I'll do like green tea with peppermint too. I love peppermint. And then sometimes I'll just do peppermint. Oh my God. It's so refreshing, especially like after a meal. I love that as well. Mm -hmm. And they say even Mm -hmm. if you chug just water in the morning, you're supposed to sip. But I... On, on oh, I've been chugging. I've yeah. been chugging. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to sip it, but whatever. At least you're so drinking wait, it. So wait, I need to know this. Like, how many liters are you drinking a day? I try, keyword, to drink <laughs> two and a half to three liters of water a day. Um, okay. It's not even that much, but it's just like you get so busy. And unless I have like a water bottle taped to my side, like my me too hydro flask or whatever, it just like, it's, I forget. It's, it's really, I realize how difficult it is because like, there's a lot of the times I just don't feel like drinking, but mm-hmm. I am attempting, wait for it. I'm attempting six liters a day. What? <laughs> oh my God. I know it's crazy. I'm, I'm honestly, I, I'm not hitting six liters. I know I'm not, but like I'm hitting about four and sometimes five. I really want to get to so six. Good. I know it's, it's really good. Bad. It's made, it's made a huge difference to my skin. My skin is just like, it's like looking super like plumpy and clear and like you can ask my makeup artist she's looking at me right now Sabline she's like taking you notes. know your skin yeah yeah she's like your skin is looking so good and I was just like is it like because it's cold up here but like the makeup is sitting really well yeah um hydration but yeah key. she was the first one to notice because like she, 
we, we were shooting, I think like three weeks ago or yeah, about three weeks ago. And like, I wasn't on like this whole water thing obsession. Um, and like now I am and like, imagine like she noticed. So that means it really does actually do a lot for skin. Do you have like an so, alarm clock to tell you when to drink? <laughs> No, I just consciously keep a count. Like, conti- like, so I know in the morning I have to chug down one liter. And then I know, like, while I'm having my coffee, another liter. Then I know, like, after breakfast, like, I have to make sure I have that other liter before I go, before I even think about having my lunch. So if I've not had that liter and it's like lunchtime, I'll, I'll make sure I have that liter. So it's like, I'm like just super conscious about, like, you know, um, counting the liters as well. And I told, did I tell you I got like the big two liter bottle? No. And oh yeah. So I bought like a two liter bottle of water. And so basically if I aim to like fill it up twice and like not count the one liter that I drink in the morning, in the morning. <laughs> so it's a lot of work. It's a Technique. lot of work. It's strategy. Fun of me. <laughs> well, yeah. you must use the bathroom all oh, the time. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and also, cause like I'm in costume. So oh. I'm just like, Oh, they're like, Jacqueline, no. please stop. <laughs> I know. Please stop drinking the, the water. The crazy thing is I have to keep like removing my mic because I'm just like, and I'm, mm. I'm like petrified of like running into the bathroom and forgetting that my mic's on. And it's like, everyone can hear me pee. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> or falling like, in the toilet. And, yeah. <laughs> or like singing some like dumb song like in a yeah. bad voice in the toilet <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I I don't know how they don't have smaller mics now like don't have all the wires with the mic packs I don't know why is that not been can like Elon Musk maybe create can that? we appeal to him that the, are, like out of all the problems yeah. in the world can he fix our mics <laughs> We're having a real issue here with like wires yeah. and our mics and yeah, my costume. It. It's like, so basically my, my, it's like impossible for me like not to have my mic show. It's like showing everywhere. And mm-hmm. cause like we like sometimes wear things like guys have it pretty like much, like they have it better because their wires don't show. They can camouflage with their shirts and their tops and and their the girls are like half like, naked, so they're like, yeah, <laughs> in the in, where in the winter that too. Yeah. And I was oh. like, where do I put this mic? And it was crazy. Yeah, you're, you're burning a lot hope. of calories out there. <laughs> that cold weather. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I always think that when I, I'm cold, I'm like outside. I'm like, all right, it's you know, there's a benefit to this sacrifice. <laughs> it's like maybe I'm burning like one more is, calorie. Yeah, <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah. It makes a difference. Every calorie counts. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, my God. Like, I, I think my my skin has been a little bit weird lately because like my week was interesting. Um, a bit of an emotional roller coaster. I my puppy Falco. Yes, we all know I have a puppy named Falco. Um Falco, so, what happened? So I he he started limping after this like little hike I took him on. It wasn't anything crazy. And Aww. I'll try to make a long story short, but he was limping and I took him to the vet. They said, oh, do you want to give him an x-ray? It's not necessary. I'll probably go away in a week. And I'm like, well, give him the x-ray just in case. And then um, they said, oh, it looks like he has HOD, which is a disease that dogs have where they're um, – 
their bones aren't getting, their long bones aren't getting enough blood flow. So they stop growing and the pop <gasps> is going outward and they need like surgery later on and, or just oh. to try to create more circulation. And I was like, Oh no, can you have a radiologist look at it? And then a radiologist looked at it and he's like, no, I'm more concerned about it being osteomyelitis. So I'm like, what's osteomyelitis. And then apparently osteomyelitis. Oh my God. Sounds yeah. scary. Any lytuses, and then yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, any osteo, any osteo is, um, yeah, that too. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, terrifying. Oh, no, so tell me, tell me about osteolysis, myelitis. Uh, so myelitis. they. It's um, an infection of the bone, inside the bone, of the bone. So what it is, like it usually happens with a fracture or surgery, but he hasn't had a fracture. And the only surgery he had was his dew claw removal that the the, um, breeder did before I got him. And so that's the only thing that I could think of it being and him being like a Dalmatian. Yeah, Dalmatians have health issues, but like that's not on the list, you know? So it's very rare. Um, and especially for a puppy. So I was like, Oh, that seems weird. Like, let me send it to another vet. So I sent it to another vet and a radiologist and they said, no, they think it's closure of the growth plate. So the bone actually just stops growing altogether and they need surgery right away. So it doesn't affect the joints when he's older. And I'm like, Oh my God, uh, now you need surgery. No, this is so stressful. Yeah. Oh my God. I was crying so much. And then I was like, all right, uh, let me go to another vet. So I, since I got all three different opinions, I'm like, all right, let me get like a conclusive. And then, so I went to another vet that was referred by my friend, Whitney Cummings, who's like amazing. And she's obsessed with, um, fostering dogs. And she just always like needs to take them for surgeries or treatment just because she takes in a lot of fosters. And, um, she's like, this guy is amazing. So I took him to Dr. Barnes and Mm -hmm. had, even better x-rays done um, because they they had to sedate him a little bit. But then he came back to me today and he said that um, the samples and stuff came back negative for um, fungus for osteomyelitis, but the radiologist looked at it and said the only true way to tell is if you actually uh, do – take a sample from the bone. This is getting way too thorough. I said I was going to make this short. But anyways, um, the radiologist said he thinks it's osteomyelitis as well and to continue the medication and hopefully get rid of the infection and just check it every two weeks with new x-rays every two weeks and um, wean off the other medications and stay on the osteomyelitis antibiotic. And then... um, uh, in like six weeks, like we should start to see growth of the bone again, if that's what it is. And hopefully, you know, we resolve it because it can be stubborn, but, um, uh, oh my the, God. the vet said he's, are these, are these surgery. common issues for Dalmatians? These are, no. right? No, oh, they're not. None of them <gasps> are. That's why it's so like crazy. I'm like, and I asked the breeder, I was like, any other, other puppies like having these issues? And she was like, no, only like two of them had ear infections. That was it. And I'm like, okay, well, just so you're aware, like this is what's going on with him. But oh my God. Yeah. So poor little guy. He's on, he's feeling so- fine now though, but he's on meds and he's not limping anymore. And I, my main concern is just if the bone starts growing again, but you know, I, I like to think that because I was so emotional, like every time I went to the vet, I would just cry because like, I don't even know why nothing even happened. I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then no. I'm just like a You're, wreck. Because you guys are so attached already. Oh my God. So I can't. Attached. 
<laughs> Ugh, it's so difficult. Like when, the minute I hear, like the minute I know when my cats kind of are like not feeling well, like I can just sense it. And like, if they have like a little bit of fever or something, I freak out. I'm just like, oh, we, have to in the, we have to stay in the bed. And like, literally like the entire household is like going berserk. Cause I'm just like, call the vets. Like, call yeah. the vets. Like he doesn't look well. Like, and yeah, you blame yourself too. Oh you're my like, God. Yeah. You're like, what did I do? What did I do wrong? Was that the height? Also, did I- yeah. yeah. We feel so responsible, right. For our pets. Like, like yeah. we actually are their caretakers and we've brought them into our homes and like we need to like nurture them and take care of them and like they kind of depend on us for it like you know so yeah. oh my god like it's just like I feel so bad when they get ill and I feel really bad when I travel as well like yeah ugh, oh my god I can't I, imagine uh, doing that anytime soon with this guy I know oh I know <laughs> not when they're babies oh my god mm. like it, if you have to travel right now you would, you would be like, no, I, I bet you like the way Turn you it down. are with Falco. Yeah. You'd be like, um, I'm really busy. Yeah. <laughs> I so have I'm other a mom. bookings. <laughs> yeah. I just had a baby. What do you mean? You want me to travel? <laughs> no. How can you be yeah. so insensitive? Yeah. Start crying on the call. They're like, we're trying yeah, to I, like I, work. <laughs> I know. I hope he gets better soon though. when it gets resolved. And I'm sure it will though. Like, yeah. I mean, like with all the vets that you've gone to, <laughs> so many. yeah, I'm and pretty sure them, like all it'll work super, out. They were all super helpful. And I like, I try to think, okay, I'm in a position where I can give them all the love and take them to all these experts and get all these, like, you know, he was meant to be with me because the only one in the litter that's having issues. And of course, like, let him be with me so I can take care of him. He was meant to be with me so I can just love him and just make sure he heals up fine and is a healthy little pup again. But I also like, I will say one of, and this goes back to a lot of things or what I tend to preach in life is Mm -hmm. about questioning everything and always do your research and look further into it than just accepting what is told to you. Um, so you make oh, yeah. educated decisions. I think it's super important because if I didn't look into it more, he could have osteomyelitis and it can be an ongoing infection that never gets treated. And I could have stuck with the HOD diagnosis, you know? So it absolutely. But. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, like, honestly, like I come from a very naive, naive, like, <laughs> like character, like, you know, like, that. that's just how I am. But you really do have to be thorough. You have to question everything. You're absolutely right. Like, I've been learning that from you as well. And it's something I don't do, because like, the kind of trust that I put on people, like, and it's like, it's just the fact that I think you shouldn't assume, mm-hmm. or presume, like, you know, you shouldn't like that, because I mean, honestly, that's like just a figment of your imagination, like if you do, yeah. right? So you've, you've got to be thorough. You've got to like recheck and you've got to like, you know, question and- It is time um, consuming. That is, it is. And, that's and, probably and honestly, why you- sometimes you come across as a bitch and like- Oh, I, yeah. I, under, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And people are like, Jesus, you're like, why is she like, you know, like just like so uptight or why is she this? But actually it's like, it saves so much more confusion in the future mm-hmm. and it saves you like- I mean, you know, it's, it saves you the confusion, which is also just as important, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and the stress. So, 
Yeah. I'm glad that I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. And I, you know, there's something to learn about your angle of it too, because obviously you don't want to micromanage things, but at the same time, it's more about like larger decisions that like, okay, like things that I guess heavily impact your life a little bit more or can like catch up with you later on, but yep. smaller decisions can add up to a larger one. So I guess it's balance between the way you do things and the way I do things. So you don't overstress yourself with things and it's too time consuming, but at the same time, if you don't do it, it can be more time consuming later to try and fix it. But so it's a, it's a battle <laughs> of the two, but I think both are like understandable strategies. I agree, Amanda. <laughs> yeah, we're both, we're, we're both right. We're, we're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're always right. No, I'm joking. But yeah. like, no, it's always about learning. Totally. Like, you can never, never stop learning. So yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. You guys had a very interesting week um, with elections this oh. week, right? Yes. <laughs> so yeah. d- did you, I mean, like, obviously you, you did go and vote, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Yes. Practice How is that? Reach. I, I mean, it's a, a simple process, but at the same time, it's kind of like watching a movie, you know, everything that's going on right now with like the counting of the votes, the votes coming in, the decision. When of- did they announce this? This is so exciting. You know, the entire world follows this election which is so crazy because isn't it it's so cool and crazy because the entire u.s doesn't follow all the other like political campaigns going on or you know exactly no i mean like the the whole world doesn't actually i mean like it's very rare like we i mean unless you're completely into politics that okay you know when certain elections are like, it'll come briefly on the news. Then you'll see, okay, this one's sworn in a new president or a prime minister. But like, this is like, people are hooked on to the elections. Like it's like, yeah. you know, it's like every hour, it's like an hourly thing and like what's going on now. And, mm-hmm. um, Oh, the wow, news channels like, are loving that. They're like milking oh, it yeah. for all that. They're like, it's Oh, so much. Still don't know. Stay tuned. <laughs> it's like I yes, know. So wait, when does when does uh, the president get announced? Well, it's supposed to be as soon as they finish counting ballots. So which can be, I mean, there's different lawsuits and stuff going on for the different states of how they counted and like what you know. So it's I feel like it's a process. I don't know when they're going to figure it out or get to the bottom. Hopefully, it's soon and it's conclusive you know but Mm -hmm. at the same time it's just like you got both parties um wanting to win and willing to do things to question how the ballots are being counted oh my gosh yeah their side but you know it'll be done right it'll be figured out and you know who's ever meant to win is gonna win look at me being absolutely i know (laughs) no but it's true though there's there's nothing more i mean like you know that you could you could do or say so it's like no but um done is done yeah exactly and mm-hmm. you've done your bit you voted mm-hmm. so every that, ballot that, counts. i think every ballot counts yeah i was seeing so much of that mm-hmm. um just from like coming out of the u.s so cool yeah. though great <laughs> it's like what, what, is, what, what do people like so what do you in India, what do you talk about with like the U.S. elections? Like, what is said? Is it like well, oh, everyone, everyone just is tuned in. Like everyone. So even when, um, 
like the debates were happening. People mm-hmm. just wanted to know what, you know, I mean, what was being said and what they were doing. And I mean, because I guess like it does become international news. It does become big news. Um, so yeah, and it just becomes a topic of discussion every single time. Like, oh, did you see the debate? Oh, did you see what Trump tweeted? Oh, did you see what Biden said? Or like, who's, who's on, who's, you know, who's winning? Who's on top? Who's, so it's just, um, yeah, do, it's like. Do a lot of people side with one party in India or do they just like not really care? Um, I think more than side, I mean, like they just want to be informed. Like they just want to, yeah. I mean, they just want to know, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and be updated with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like a huge election. It is a big one. I oh, mean, yeah. I have to say, yeah, <laughs> like the whole world is tuned in. It's like, uh, and it's an important one. Yeah. I mean, the dollar does affect a lot of things and, you know, so, um, totally. yeah, yeah, I guess it, I guess it does affect the world. So that's why it's like of so much importance. Right. Um, yeah. Like <laughs> honestly, maybe everybody in the U S should pay more, more and more attention to all the other political thing. I mean, obviously when there's like crisis and stuff, people start paying attention, but that's like, yeah a little too late you know yep you gotta pay attention a little bit earlier but um you know there's something prevention yeah yeah better than cure I know but I mean it's still exciting let's see what happens I mean like we're all kind of uh awaiting the next president of the U.S. (laughs) I am sure you guys are as well I know (laughs) oh yeah you guys are it's it's like you sit back and you you watch what happens. That's all you do right now. So I know. and just make sure everything's done right. And yeah, yep, I know. It. And just hope for the best. Hope for the best. Feels good. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Ready to get away from it all? Free yourself with Pluto TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No contracts, no subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android or iPhone and start watching now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. We have some real good news stories. So... I can I think I'll start us or nah, you start us off with your story, I think. Should I start us off, Amanda? You shall. <laughs> you shall. You shall. I shall. shall. Okay. Did you say shite? That's like actually means shit. Like <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> well, like it's like British in, in what? Yeah. In like it's like well like British Sh- not shite. British slang, but like it's it's a certain way that they pronounce like shit sometimes. Shit? They say shite. Shite. shite? Yeah, shite. Like, yeah. In German, it's scheiße. Oh, no. Oh, does that mean shit? Yeah. I call Falco <laughs> my little scheiße. Scheiße. <laughs> See, scheissering all over the place. Yeah. My little scheiße because he's evil. That's and, hilarious. Yeah. So he, when, he, when he pisses me off, I'm like, my little oh. scheiße. And, but in like a cute way. Scheiße. You're such a little scheiße. You're such a oh, little Oh, he is a little scheiße. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Ugh. A cute little one. Yes. <laughs> They're all little shizers. I know. Poop, pooping everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's potty trained now, though, so that's good. 
Oh, that's amazing. That's so great. Oh, amazing. Okay, well, I'm going to start us off with our little news story for the week. A feels-good story for the week. Mm-hmm. All right, so iconic 100-year-old New York bookstore saved from closure by its fans. Oh, my God, this is the best news ever. I love, <laughs> I love books. I love bookstores. Like... If that closed down, I would fly to New York. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see what they have to say. The The competition from giant online booksellers like Amazon and the mandated closures this year due to the pandemic have made it hard for many traditional brick and mortar stores to stay in business. New New York City's iconic Strand Bookstore, known worldwide for its 18 miles of books, is no exception. A Gren- is it Greenwich or is it Greenwich? Greenwich, Greenwich Village. Yeah. Okay. Spelt Greenwich. Anyway. Uh, a Greenwich- <laughs> I hope I'm right. I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> since 1927, the Strand faced imminent closure as needed foot traffic uh, disappeared due to the, sorry, as needed foot traffic disappeared due to the pandemic. Nancy Wyden, the store owner, tweeted out to her customer base as a last effort to save her family business. It was the first time in the 93-year history of our store that we had to plead to the community to buy from us so we could keep our doors open until there is a vaccine and people are out and about again. The response from the Strands customers was overwhelming and over 25,000 orders, equating to $200,000 in sales in just a single weekend. Wow. (laughs) Oh, wow. Not only that, but a two-block line formed outside the store's doors waiting for it to open the next day. That is amazing. That is amazing support. They have that many customers. That's wild. They must have like a whole database of like all their long-time customers at the store. I mean like 93 years, you know, bookstore. There are so many book lovers in the world. Like, oh, I'm so happy though that there are still book lovers. Like, you know, I mean, it is it is kind of like difficult now. Like everything's virtual and everything's Mm -hmm. online and like- Audiobooks. I never read online though. Like I am- (laughs) <laughs> my my makeup artist like me too <laughs> I, i'm um, more like um but see i'm like the opposite of you a little bit i love reading articles and um like headlines and just i love researching online and mm. just reading like the articles that i find while i'm reach, researching things i have a lot of questions so i like going into like um I don't know, uh, just like down into like a, what do they call it? Like a wormhole of just yep. my own investigations. That's kind of like how I study and read through things. But Question everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I like what about just questions. fiction? What about just I, like I fiction? Did, I did like one of my favorite books is Harry Potter. So. Oh, I know. What a great book. Mm, so good. And I just find reading very therapeutic. Like even just mm-hmm. picking up a book, sitting in a corner, like I even if you're like sleep, doing, though. Yeah, yeah, that is one thing. That's why it's amazing to read before bed. It's amazing. Like I have so many books by my bedstand, and even though like I do quite a few phone calls before bed, and like I do check a lot of things for the next day, like I try and keep it away, you know, as much as possible, like do like a book, even if it's like a page or two, or like do my script or like do something that's like literally like not killing my eyes, like (laughs) right before bedtime. 
Um, and the, but, blue, uh, the blue light is supposed to like keep you awake too from your phone, it right? It does. Yeah. It does. It keeps you super awake. So honestly, yeah, it's kind of good to keep it away. Yeah, that explains a lot because my vision is so effed up. Like I was on set looking at a monitor and I was like, I need glasses. Like I am going to get my eyesight checked because just staring, like staring at the screen all the time. I'm always on my phone and I started doing like the red light masks and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, those are amazing. Yeah. I just got Dennis Gross. Oh, you do? I I have like the like a clinical machine like Ooh. of LED. <laughs> oh, what? I'm I'm obsessed with it. Like I those make me so, fall asleep. Oh my god, they're amazing. I like sometimes do 40 minutes mm. and I love it and it's like on super high. I so it's that. like not even like the mild one. It's just like I go all the way with it once a week at least or like they they even recommend to do the light like every day for 10 minutes if you can. Mm. Um, it just energizes you, you know, it's like super good for your cells. It's super good for your brain cells, apparently. And there are like, you could, you could buy like the, um, like the little, like the more, like, I think clinical versions of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just the ones you put on your on your face, like in the form of a shape mask, but like a face mask, shape mask, mm-hmm. in the form of a face mask, but like you can actually buy kind of bigger ones and um yeah so it's great for like you know like your entire like upper body kind of instead of a tanning bed just get like a red light oh my god so good for you so so good for you (laughs) yeah well what so this was super good news i i want to know because you're like uh obsessed with books what do you what do you call a bookworm you're a bookworm? Bookworms. Um, you're a bookworm. Yes. So what is your favorite book? Okay. Uh, I'm obsessed with this book. I actually carry it around everywhere with me because um, it's a really, really thick, it's like a huge book and it, 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 it took me ages to finish it. But there are days where I finished, like there was a time like I finished half of it in one go and I was like, whoa. And then like, that you good. know, you're like, yeah, it was that good. And then like some days I'll do like just two pages, but it's called Autobiography of a uh. Yogi. And it's about Paramhansa Yogananda's journey into um, becoming a yogi and how he also eventually, you know, his calling was to America. And he came there in the 1930s and how, you know, he kind of revolutionized the idea of yoga and meditation. And he kind of spread the word over there. And um, his center is there actually in L.A., uh oh, cool. yeah and it's amazing it's beautiful uh so and it's it's all over the world there's like so many of like you know yogananda's like followers so it's like that one book that i just love and i can refer to it like anytime i can read any chapter because it's so entertaining and it's so enriching so it's it, it's almost sometimes feels like i'm reading like a fiction like yeah it's like because it, it's it's so out there like with his journey so that's one book but it's I non-fiction absolutely... though right no it's 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 like yeah it's his autobiography so oh, right the title it's so it's as true as it gets <laughs> i know i know it's so late for you i'm sorry it's like even not, i'm in bed by 10 it's not even oh, what time is it? i don't know i think it's like uh, nine it's like eight thirty. 
Yeah, and oh. as you guys can tell in this episode, we're recording a little bit early this week, hence not knowing the results of the election, it being super late for me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it's, it's not even that late, though. I actually thrive at night. I'm just giving excuses for my blonde hmm. moments. But it, out of that whole book, because I'm probably not going to read it all, um, just knowing myself, but hopefully one day I become a better human and I can read the whole book. Um, oh, can you give me your, I guess, one of the best lessons that you've learned from the book? Well, um, I mean, so many things. It, 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 what I love about his book is that it's so inspiring. It makes me believe that we're all superhuman. If we want to believe that, we actually are. And everything is your control and everything is really about attaining the peace within yourself. You know, that's the most important thing. So however you want to get there, you know, in whichever way and however you want to do it, whatever works for you, it really is about kind of feeling that peace within yourself and that calm and um, spreading that, you know, as, as much as possible. And there's so many things, the human mind is capable of doing the human body is capable of doing uh i mean when you read the book you almost think to yourself like no this can't be real but like i i truly believe it i truly believe like if, if we really dig deep down um we're capable of doing so much more and there are people who have achieved that um and it's for everyone you know so that there's no one who's made differently uh, we're all made the same and we're all capable of doing amazing things. So that's what I feel. That's what I love the most about it. But there was definitely another book that impacted me as a kid. And that would be Paolo Coelho's like The Alchemist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That was also such an inspiring book. And I, I was lucky because I read that as a kid. I read that when I was like 14. And, like that's um, one of the most common like pass around books. It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, because that's the kind of book like you can literally read over and over again. It'll always give you a different meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll always be at a point in your life where you're like downing things and like you're, or you, you want to turn a new leaf or you want to start a new journey and you're hesitant or you're doubtful or fearful. And it just kind of simplifies everything. And it gives you that hope that, you know, whatever is meant to be, of course it will be. And, you know, just, just, just relax into it and follow your bliss and follow your joy and it will happen. Yeah. Uh, your journey is like, yeah. So, I mean, those are two amazing books. And I feel like know, that one's uh, kind of like back to the basics, but like in a more yep. meaningful way, because it's like pursue your dreams by following like what you're passionate about, you know, or like what your heart yeah. desires. So, yeah. Yes, exactly. I, I, oh, no, I, they're like, yeah, I love his stuff. I love Paolo Coelho. He's amazing. Well, good notes. Now you guys have some like reading material. So do I, I, I really need to, I'm going to have to get like, how do you spell his name? Autobiography? No. Oh, autobiography. Just, just put an autobiography of a yogi. Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) I'll do that. Yeah. (laughs) I'll slowly get my way through it. (laughs) Um, Okay. You'll love that book. And yay to bookstores staying open. I'm so, so happy. We do oh, right. have another feels good story. So this is about, I'll just start with the beginning of the story and then you can figure it mm-hmm. out with me. So like hundreds of others, nine-year-old Reese Osterberg and her family were victims of losing their possessions in California's Fresno County Creek fire. 
a huge baseball fan, Reese's precious baseball card collection was taken by the Flames. She had been collecting them for over three years. Oh, it's like there's so much like value in that and like love in that and hard work in that. Uh, And with over. Yeah, at least, I mean, at least they're still alive, but still, this is like, this is really sad for her. No, but she had been collecting them for over three years with over 200 cards to her prized collection. When, oh. when the Fresno County fire crew heard about her loss, they decided to do something and spread the word on Facebook, asking if anyone could help a little girl by donating some of their cards to her. Luckily, Kevin Ashford, a baseball card collector since the 1990s, saw the post and decided to donate all of his cards to Reese. He told NBC Bay Area, I'm going to donate them all and put a smile on this little girl's face. And that's exactly what he did. On October 31st, California firefighters presented the cards to Reese at her baseball team meetup and also put her on a Zoom call with Ashford so she could thank him. This is the best day I've ever had, she told him, sporting the smile that Kevin was grateful to see. Oh, I, wow. you know, that just made me so happy. Like so sweet. I'm sure he yeah, loved his cards. Like, yeah, I know. And it's also like you know when like you lose something, mm-hmm. and like you're just kind of like something so precious to you, and then you just feel like you might not ever see it again. It's like if it, that really hurts. Like it's terrible, especially when you're a kid as well. Yeah, it sucks. But you know what feels even better? Like the losses. Okay, that hurts. But then. What mends it and gives you even more is the compassion and the love that you receive to, to I guess, help you cope with the loss. Like, yeah, it, it's almost like, yeah, when you, the support. When you, yeah, when you get that, it's just like it mends your heart, but just like emotionally break down because it's just so unexpected and you're so grateful and it's just so. <sighs> Yeah, I know. It, it feels I'm like so happy so- she got her she got her cards. I mean, like, yeah, she. I don't know. Have you ever collected something for like a really long time? Rocks. Like over like a long pe- rocks. They're not of value. I don't know where they are. I exciting. <laughs> literally, would walk around my neighborhood and grab rocks from my neighbor's mailbox like area like you know how there's like the mailbox sometimes and there's like either like plants around it or just like rocks i would just like go and take the rocks i am gonna make like a note on like all your little like mini amanda stories (laughs) and which which definitely keep getting weirder by the way like honestly like I need to meet your mother. No, yeah, she's, I, she's, she's uh, oh my she's god! <laughs> I, I want her, I want her to tell me all the stories of Minnie oh Amanda and like how we should have her this, on. This, 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 yeah, seriously, you need to get your mom on. Yeah. Like this is just entertaining. Like I mean, it goes. It just, it just. You surprise me every single time. You have gone to your neighbor's post box area and collected rocks <laughs> fully believing you- that they were worth millions of dollars each <laughs> wow. and putting them in a bucket and my safe box in my closet so my sister can find it and steal them and <laughs> i knew they were safe i also like i did collect pokemon cards which are like a huge thing now i have no idea where mine are um oh no 
but I also collected Beanie Babies. And then Beanie I- Babies? What are those? You never heard of Beanie Babies. Oh my gosh. No. That's- what are Beanie oh. Babies? So they're they were like TY Beanie Babies. So these little um I guess like stuffed animals full of beans. Like little like they feel like a bean bag. Do you know what a bean bag is? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're like the they're like the size of your hand and they they're all different animals and they all come with names and like their personalities on it and they have a little heart Aww. tag on them with the, that has all that information and they're like so apparently they're worth a lot now and which i think all of them no are way. in like my old house attic yeah oh my god they sound amazing though i would love one yeah I'm, oh I'll, my god they sound I'll so cool i'll go in the attic and see if i can find one. i'll send you one but um, yeah, I got to go and like, cause I had so many Beanie Babies. I loved like stuffed animals. And then um, the Pokemon cards, no idea where those are, but like, there's a whole trend on like, uh, apparently it's not just a trend. It's been got- ongoing. There's just been more like underground about trading, but now it's more like mainstream oh. with trading Pokemon cards. So yeah. Probably oh my valuable. gosh. Wow. I wish, I wish I picked that up as a kid. Like I pretty much didn't collect anything. I was so into my Barbie dolls. (laughs) That was my, you were like my sister. My sister loved Barbie dolls, but my oldest sister. What did, what did she collect? I'm dying to know. (laughs) She like would, well, every Halloween she would take all of her Barbie dolls and like hang them and like decorate, (gasps) decorate her room as like a, a Barbie doll massacre scene. Oh yeah. my God! <laughs> what is going on in the Cerny household? But what it, is going? On? It was themed at least around Halloween. It wasn't like a everyday this thing. Poor, that would be a I call for cried. concern. <laughs> yeah, if it just happened every day. Yeah, my God. then I'd be. <laughs> She's like very. Yeah, questionable. I would be concerned for your safety, Amanda. <laughs> I would not be alive right now. So yeah, <laughs> I would be the first person she would kill. <laughs> when we were younger, for sure. Oh no, that's all. That's so. So there was like, was there like sibling rivalry, and were would you guys like fight and stuff? Oh my gosh, yeah. We were so we're all like a year apart in age. I'm the youngest. My sister, other sisters, middle sisters, a year and a half older, and then my older sister is a year and a half older or two years older than her. So we're all super close in age. And then growing up, we were like, my mom was an entrepreneur. She would go out and work. And uh, sometimes we'd be home alone and we all knew like Taekwondo. So it was like, yeah, we were all like black belts running around our house, like going to war with each each other. other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. That sounds so cool. (laughs) So cool. But like, (laughs) you're fine. But it really hurt (laughs) when you're always two against one. Always. Oh no. Oh no. And odd numbers never. The crazy thing is, so it's like my sister would never get into it because she was like this really perfect, like, you know, girly girl. And I, like, despite loving my Barbies, I always wanted to hang out. Actually, I wanted to hang out with everyone. I wanted to hang out with my brothers and my sister and like, just like not, I had major FOMO as a kid. So, um, <laughs> so, so like for me, yeah, it was just like, oh my God, where, where are you going? Where are you guys going to play, play football? I'm coming, I'm coming. Then my sister was like, yeah, I'm going to my friends. I was like, wait, wait, I'm coming there too. I like, I just wanted to be everywhere everyone was. Like, Your schedule I just did booked. not want to get. Yeah I, yeah, I was a social butterfly. Wait, um, so you have how many brothers? Two brothers and one sister. 
And then your brothers, how, like, what's the age difference between everybody? So we're all just, we're all just one year apart. I'm the youngest yeah. mm-hmm. and we're all just one year apart. My sister's the eldest. And you guys never fought growing up? Oh, we fought a lot. Uh, we yeah. fought a lot. There oh, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, like, my brothers would fight each other, and then I'd jump in, and then they'd fight me. And then it was mm-hmm. like, me and my sister would get into, like, weird, like, you know, I want to come with you, mom. She's not letting me go with her. Or, like, you know, like, she mm-hmm. would always just be, like, uh, trying to get rid of me. So that would that was basically the fight. <laughs> <laughs> You're, yeah. like, a little stalker just showing up yeah. everywhere. I was like, Jerry, I need to be with you. <laughs> like, take That's me with so you, Jerry. Oh, I know. I just got, yeah. And then my brothers would beef me out too. Like, they'd like sneak out of the house without me, you know, um, like, to go play football or basketball or like adventure. Like, there were like these adventure things that we used to do where we used to go like explore like um, abandoned houses. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was crazy fun. And then we used to pretend they're ghosts there and like mm-hmm. be like, oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Like, mm-hmm. so that was like so much fun. But like, I rarely got taken on those trips, except if like I caught them sneaking out of the house. Then, then like, they I just had to. Of, yeah. Then it's like, oh shit, she saw us. Like, Blackmail. We thought she was sleeping. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're like, I know. I'll tell mom if you don't take yeah, me. Exactly. So I used yeah. to tie like karate belts together to help hoist my sister out the window to sneak out at night. So I would tie oh all God. the karate belts together. And then one time, her and her friend Carrie were sneaking out of her two story window. And I was like the youngest sister on the other end of all the, like the ropes and I tied them together and then they were, oh. I hoisted my sister down and then I was hoisting uh, her friend down. And of course, like the karate belts don't really tie that well. And it oh, no. broke loose halfway through and she fell right on oh, the like, no. hole below her. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and I just Ouch. looked over and I saw she was just like, she got up and I just shut the window, locked it and then just went to bed. <laughs> Oh my like, god! I was like, she's so okay. concerned. <laughs> yeah, I She'll just look be over fine. and like, and she starts moving, and then she stands up, brushes off, and I'm like, hmm. oh, great, <laughs> good to her. <laughs> yeah, she made it. She's a survivor. <laughs> but, um, oh my god, that's so funny. But I will say, if we were younger and you were in my neighborhood, I would take you on all my adventures. I was super like I loved adventures. I went on so many, and I was always recruiting. So, oh my god, yes, you would have been I on my that. team. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it would have been so much fun because nobody took me along, except if I not anymore. Yeah, come to the rescue, Amanda. Come on a journey like, with Cerny. We'd be like. The, oh wow that's a good one Thanks. that's not what we're naming our podcast but i still like it okay it's, like, it's worth a try Maybe i know you tried season. to sneak that one in there <laughs> guys hashtag journey come on a journey feels <laughs> good we do Go have some then. random fun facts that we could riddle off before you know you get yes. too far into your day Okay, so I'll start Let's us do off. that. All right, so, go for it. Here's some feels good fun facts for you guys. If you didn't know, now you know. The directors of the film Despicable Me. Have you seen it, Jacqueline? Despicable I Me. I love it. Oh, so it's the best. good. Um, it's the best. 
Well, they actually wrote their own language for the minions called Minionese. It's, it is a near impossible language to learn as it mixes words from other languages with English and follows no certain rules. Useful phrases are bello, hello, or poupe, goodbye, or thank you, thank you. That one's obvious. <laughs> or bye do, I'm sorry, or tu la lilu, ti amo, we love you. Oh, okay, wait. Tu la lulu ti amo. Isn't that like Italian or something? Ti amo, I think is. I don't know what that is. It is. So I actually feel they did a combination of like a lot of languages. So it's crazy. My mom's Malaysian, right? Mm -hmm. And like when we were watching it, she was like, oh my God, they just said, you know, like exactly. And (laughs) it was exactly what they meant to say. And it was like, it was a Malay word. Oh, really? Yeah. And she was like, that that's Malay and they like it's like the exact same Malay word for like what they were trying to say now so you need to I text your was... mom and tell her she's not crazy <laughs> I know because I was like whatever Ma. Yeah. Like, I swear <laughs> but it was isn't yeah so I actually think like they really researched that a lot but they went into like diff also like I think trying to keep like the spirit of um languages alive they just like combined and then added like their own like and then tweaked it you know like With, around like, cute as well sounds yeah yeah and like to the like, like you know yeah <laughs> make it fun <laughs> oh to say God. yeah exactly oh they were so adorable though mm-hmm. what a, what a crazy what a crazy invention right like a little minions it kind of <sighs> reminds me though of um you know like buzz light Lightyear Toy Story, the little yes. aliens. Yeah. Wow. Oh, they were so Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I will move on to my one. Okay. In one of the islands off the west coast of Australia lies Lake Hillier, a bright bubble gum pink lake. Mm. Oh my God. No wonder you gave me this one to read. Like pink is like my favorite <laughs> color. It is unique because it's the only colored lake where scientists have not yet determined what causes its pink color. How <laughs> crazy is that? That's awesome, but terrifying. I know. Why, like, is, why it is it pink? <laughs> and like apparently like a bright bubble gum pink. Like a bacteria. <laughs> Oh, that's pink yay yeah. no I'm sure it's fine we like, like it yeah I'm sure it's I okay. wonder if people can swim in there sometimes reflections from things like I don't know in the ocean maybe I, where is this oh it's a lake um maybe well, algae okay, so I don't know could it's be green. that yeah so it was crazy when I went to Brazil we were in the Amazon and we were on this lake which was half like um brown okay and half black I, I'm not joking, right down the middle, a super straight line mm-hmm. of brown and black. And um, it was so crazy to see because it, it basically there was like certain minerals on one side of the lake and the other side didn't have it. But that side of the lake that had them, like no life could, could exist. And in the other side, there was like everything, like your plants and your crocodiles and all that stuff. But in the black side, like nothing could exist. Like it was like some crazy type of like mineral and like, like, but that could not support life. So 
but it was so like, it was crazy to see and just experience. Cause like we took a boat down like across it and, uh, um, yeah, it. it was, nature is it was so crazy. cool. Like it's so I know. beautiful. Like I, I just Googled why is Lake Hillier pink and it says, Amanda, and your Google. Yeah. And my research, Can I, nickname I, I, I gotta you? Google. I'll yeah. nickname you. Thanks. Magoo- <laughs> Magan- no, what is it? <laughs> um, Google. Um, yeah, you're you're a I'm moogle. Moogle. <laughs> I'm a moogle. It's like a minion, but like also yeah, but really cool. Full of information. Yeah. On Google. Which you can understand. Um I'm obsessed. <laughs> so the pink color is considered to be due to the presence of an organism, Dua Lila. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. <laughs> She's in the lake. No. Dua Lila. Selena. And it says it's the water of the lake is otherwise clear and it causes no harm to the human skin. And the Duna Li, why can I say that? Lila, Selena Alga. Oh, it is algae, is completely oh. harmless as well. In fact, swimming in the lake's water is safe and fun, but impossible to do for normal tourists as the lake can't be visited. Oh. oh no! Why not? Why? I yeah, want to see so that. Much to learn about this. Maybe they're trying to protect it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, There's- I mean, like honestly, like imagine being able to swim in a pink lake. Yes, please. Instagram. Yeah. It's it's like. I mean, like that's like such an Instagrammable like experience. Oh my god! And it has extreme salinity, so you'll bob like a cork. So like a cork <gasps> in a bottle of a pink pink wine. Oh my god! What? This is crazy. Is that why are they not letting us do that? But I also respect the fact that they are, you know, taking care of it and preserving it. Yes, I do. I do respect that. That's important. Much more important than our Instagram pictures. Australians got it down. They know what they're doing. Um, All right. Well, I mean, that's awesome. I want to go there now, but I, I want. Yeah, but you can't. Car. I'll just fly over it. Yeah, good idea. Another fun fact is that there is now technology built into some guns in America that allow the gun owner to control the safety catch using their smartphone. Whoa. Yardom introduced its safety-first technology will also alert the owner of any gun movement. It allows the owners to set gun rules and send alerts as well. Whoa, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's great for like families. If there's a gun in the house and you just get an alert on your phone, your gun has been moved. It's like, that is so important. Yeah. It's like, so no kids can like find it and you'll know what's going on with it or yeah, that's, that's cool. I like that. Oh my God. That's great. Good. More safety. Mm -hmm. Safety for everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Like I just, I just get so freaked out when I hear about just, guns and stuff yeah i mean i don't know if you saw the news in austria oh yeah Yeah. that was terrible i was thinking about you actually and i was just like yeah yeah so sad no way and it because it's such a peaceful Mm -hmm. like i don't know apparently like i hope i don't get this wrong but apparently uh the gunmen tried to buy uh ammunition in slovakia and they turned them down 
but then they went to Austria and they got it somewhere. And then that's where they started just going crazy and shooting up the place. Yeah. But that's like seeing that stuff almost makes me be like, Oh my God, like they're so defenseless, you know, like they, they can't really fight back. Um, you know, innocent people on like the streets. I know. It's like, how do they defend themselves in those situations? So it, I know there's pros and cons to, um, guns, but you know, everybody has them. And if bad people are going to find a way to get them, you know, you just the fact that it can get on like into the hands of really terrible people with bad intentions. Yeah. Um, They can find them on the black market, like anyway, you know? So it's like, just for your own protection. I don't know. I, I so get it. scary. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But anyways, that was, that was sad. Let's, let's, Oh yeah. Just let's go back everyone's... to feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Let's just, yeah. I hope everyone's, you know, okay. And I mean, uh, yeah. And have condolences. Like, even more, I guess, strategy for situations like that, you know, hope God and give them strength, dead. give them yeah. strength for like what just happened. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Okay. Something funny. Yeah. Go for it, Amanda. Okay. Say so it in an accent. Say it in an accent. With an accent. Oh God. I, yeah. Come on. Okay. Um, do, your, do your British accent. Come on. Huh. Whispering <laughs> is harder on your vocal cords than normal speech. That was really bad. <laughs> how do you, how do you, what, uh, I need to Come like on. hear, you do, you do a British accent so I can like replicate it. Whispering. All right, hold on. Hard, right? Whispering, whispering is harder. Wait, wait, right? Whispering. Oh, that is a tough one. Okay, hold on, hold on. Whispering is harder. Whispering is normal speech. Is that That was really. That was very good. I just think they might be insulted if they heard us Um, say this right now. (laughs) We're so sorry. It's just that word whispering is really difficult. I feel like you have to almost go like cartoonish with it. <laughs> whispering is harder on your vocal cords Everybody than normal speech. And harder just signed off. Just bans us. <laughs> yeah. We're so sorry we they love you. We are never allowed back us. in our country. <laughs> no, but we love it. Well, let's move on to questions from our field good friends. Our first one is from Andy or any degray zero zero one three five dot ag, and he Ooh. asks, I'm guessing he or she or I don't mm-hmm. know, what is mm-hmm. your favorite takeaway? <laughs> oh, like oh, like uh, to go food. Um, yeah, um, my favorite takeaway, takeaway food. Yeah. Ah. What is your favorite takeaway food? Oh my gosh, what is it? I've been ordering a lot. Pizza's good, but I'm not like, I'm kind of over it right now. Mm. So I'm kind of into, um, I don't know. I think like the only thing I take away is like pizza. I don't know anything else. I do everything. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I order so much on. You ordered me yeah. the best avocado toast. I remember mm-hmm. once when I was at your place. That was takeaway. I, I am like I'm the best at ordering takeaway. I'm really good at it. Yeah, um, that was like that was great. I loved. You, there was something else. There was like some crazy like sweet potato thing, and then there was like some lotus. I don't know. Like there was something crazy you made me eat as well. And I was like, wait, how do you even eat this? I, and I, was, I go I just all knew in. It was super healthy, and you were like, it's a plant, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was yeah. like, it was crazy. 
I, oh yeah, I, and you couldn't you couldn't eat the whole thing, and I ended up eating the whole thing. And you're like, no, no, Jackie, that's like, that's not how you eat it. I don't know what was that. It I don't was something remember. Crazy. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I don't remember. But I what I do get now is not very healthy. It's like a sandwich place here in LA called Locali, and they have like vegan sandwiches. And there's this one vegan everything bagel with smear that I get, and Ooh. it's just so I good. Won. Yeah, I want. So oh my god, bagels are the best. I'm not allowed to have them though. Yeah, you're on like a cleanse of no caffeine and well, no food. No, I'm joking. No food. Yeah. <laughs> air. no food, basically. You're on air cleanse. <laughs> yes, it's great. Uh, ra- it's going great. A rawsome diet. <laughs> I'm on the rawsome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I know. So bagels are a big no-no, but I will definitely dream about them. You know. Well, you know what? It's for the better. There's really, they're not that great for you. So good riddance, you know? (laughs) Who needs them? Yeah. I'm trying to help you. I do. (laughs) As you mentioned, um, thank you, Amanda. I saw your story. I saw your story with um, your, I don't know, your friend was eating, uh, I don't know how you say it, whatever meal it was that you wanted. And you're like eating like chopped vegetables. You're like, oh, yeah, oh. she was having Maggie noodles. Maggie noodles. I never even heard of that before. Oh, my gosh. If you ever have Maggie noodles, you will never, ever want to eat any other noodle in your life. <laughs> once you go Maggie noodle. You, once you do Maggie noodles, you don't do any like other noodles. <laughs> I mean, like, it's insane. It is like, it's so yummy and it's like so like wholesome, delicious, like, oh, like, it, mm. and it's like, and it's amazing in cold weather. So like everyone, uh, like in the mountains, like it's like a big, like it's a big thing here. Like everyone just always has Maggie noodles. Is it like um, a ramen? Like yeah, a- in a way, but it's like, it's just like simple, like, you know, packet noodles. Okay. And like the, everything's already there, but like you can, I mean, I remember last year I was going on this like little, trek uh actually to yogananda paramhansa's like one of his caves um and it was so of course great you were. way it's, it's on my youtube channel you could check it out but i made a whole like i made a whole vlog on it but it was so cool because um on the way up there was like this little stall that would make that was like just serving hot chai and maggie noodles oh my god and it was like literally i felt it was the best meal I ever had. It was so delicious. Like uh, Maggie noodles in the mountains in the cold. Yes. Next it's time not- we're here, we're doing that. Oh, we have so much to do. Like, so and I'm much. so excited because there's something about like warm soup or like warm oh. wine or like, what is it called? Blue vine or whatever. In the oh, mulled wine. Yeah. Is it mulled or mulled? I don't know. It's one of them. Mulled. Oh, it's mulled. amazing. I love it too. I can't wait. <laughs> do you realize that Christmas is literally next month that is crazy yeah it goes by it's in so december fast. that's next month the year has gone and we're I need celebrating to start, christmas i need to start putting on christmas music this is going to go by too fast and i need to we, yeah. milk this for myself i totally agree with you i'm going to start christmas music too i'm going to decorate my my hotel room with like a mini christmas tree from oh, now yay. Oh, good. Okay. I'm going to do that too. I'm going to find one. Oh, I have one. I have uh, one of the fake Christmas trees. I'll put that up. Falco will destroy it. Oh my God. He's going to have a crazy time. Oh, I'm so excited. It's my baby's first Christmas. Oh. Yeah. 
That's crazy. I'm actually going to be moving into a new house. So it's going to be my my first Christmas in my my new house. Oh, we have to talk about that uh, next episode about your new house and that whole process. Like that's so exciting. Literally, I land back in a month and I move straight there. Like I'm, I'm like just going to head back to my, like my new house. I have no idea like what's happening there right now and what's How being exciting. done. I know it's just gonna, it's just going to surprise me when I get there. <laughs> oh my God. But it is exciting though. And that like is, ugh, I have so many questions, but I feel like it's going to take like an hour to get through them. But that's, yeah. I, I love, I, I noticed Plus- as I get older, I love furniture I love interior mm. decorating. I love looking at houses, even if I'm not shopping for houses. I, I love it. I love, love, love all of it. And so, and, and I, I love the holidays. I, especially decorating. like on travels, like just to pick up stuff from different places is mm. so much fun. It makes it so that too. personal and all your memories are in one place in your home and ah. Uh, I love it. I'm so excited for you. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm super excited too. You earned it. You worked so hard. (laughs) You earned it. So I'm I'm actually more excited for my cats because it's like a bigger house and I just feel (laughs) they're just going to have so much more fun running around. Oh, totally. Yeah. They're going to be like, mom, why didn't you do this? Yeah. Yay. We have a garden now. (laughs) Before they were just like stuck on my balcony, like... (laughs) <laughs> just looking out into the world and now it's like yay they're gonna like play on grass and imagine they hate the garden they're just like ew garden <laughs> yeah. we will stay indoors that like, might happen you us? We but do it's not okay like this place. at least they have the option <laughs> yeah they have more That's rooms good. now they'll have fun <laughs> speaking right, of like am- the holidays like what read this next question because i already have my answer my favorite movie yeah, from so we have a oh. fan question of what is your favorite movie from Real Sarta Jalam, <laughs> and my Real favorite Jalam. I don't oh, know. I don't know how that. Okay, <laughs> but I my favorite movie is. is Elf. That's what I was getting at. I love like a Christmas movies. movie. Have you? Seen oh my Elf? god! Have you seen? No, Elf? I you haven't. Oh wait, wait! Isn't that um? Will Ferrell. What's his? Will Ferrell. Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh, is he my grumpy? God. Is he no. grumpy? No. Oh, he's not? No, no. He's a happy, happy elf. He's, like, so happy. He's, like, the happiest, like, uh, Elf that can be. Yeah. It's, like, naive. Like, super naive. Oh, most we'll definitely naive. watch it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Christmas movies are so much fun. I watched a really fun one. I think it was, like, last year or two years ago. It was, like, uh, wait. I think there was, like, Mark... Uh, Wahlberg and like mm-hmm. uh, maybe Will Ferrell and like they go back to like they go home or something and it's just like this whole Christmas story and it's like this mad crazy family but it was just so funny like Christmas films are the best obviously like there was always Home Alone oh Daddy's Daddy's Home I, but what I think about was... the Grinch I I, I just oh, I liked Grinch that so... cartoon. Who stole yeah. Christmas? Oh my God, that was so much fun. Yeah. I love that one as well. The Jim Carrey Jim one Carrey. so good. Yes, the Jim Carrey yeah. one. Uh, that so was many so good. Movies. good. But I know, so many great holiday movies. But my Yay. overall favorite movie, I think, is Inglorious Bastards. Oh, really? That's like your all time favorite? Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's so good. It is amazing. <laughs> Should we read 
off who our winner is for the cash prize. I'll let you do this one, Jacqueline. All right. So here's our winner announcement at AZN underscore fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love you, Michael. This is Michael. AZN. (laughs) I mean, I'm so confused right now. (laughs) AZN underscore fat ass. All right. Uh, Love you. Thank you so much. You have written... Love the after action type convo at the end. The entire podcast really showed off the comfortable connection you two share. And that type of honest conversation throughout gave a very relaxing tone to the podcast. As I have never listened to a podcast before. Oh my God. This one being my first, I truly found it entertaining and look forward to the good vibes you two share next week. Aww, <gasps> I love it. And I love the name. That like I love you. Yeah, I know. Here are yeah I know like it's like great, so unexpected cool, fearless name like, yeah I mean I hope on, you don't honestly, feel that way but like yeah exactly you're awesome. <laughs> Michael you're great it's, we love you it's so something my brother would call himself it's crazy yeah. like your brother is just like incognito just like yeah, one exactly. cash prize <laughs> you yeah. found you found a loophole um all Just right butter her up butter her up it'll be good you'll win <laughs> well congratulations um michael and uh you guys make sure you leave us five star reviews on apple podcasts and you could be next week's winner and tune in make sure you subscribe follow us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. We will be here every Tuesday each week, hopefully making you feel good during your day and being able to hang out with you is awesome and a blessing for us. So thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. This has (laughs) been so much fun, honestly, to do. Like This is like, I think our fourth episode in and it really yeah. perks up my day and I'm just like, I'm loving the feedback from the listeners and the followers. And it's like really been, I think, you know, it's, it's giving me so much more inspiration and motivation to keep going. So thank you guys so much. Um, mm-hmm. And thank you so much for reaching out to us. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. let us know, like also we have um, our Instagram feels good pod. Let us know on there in the comments of who you want to see on next for the podcast. Like you guys know who, or if you don't know, just like check who is in our posts and who we hang, hang out with or who you like watching and we can reach out to them and get them on the show as well. So just let us know. But who we you definitely hear from. do have some fun, exciting guests coming up. So we do. <laughs> I know I cannot wait. It's like, it's so crazy. Cause it's just been like the two of us and that's like, Oh my gosh. We're Wait. getting guests on right now. Yeah. Wait, there's more? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We have How to do we like, handle it, Amanda? I don't know. Uh, like, I have to so share difficult. you? Oh, I know. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> Fine. I have to share you? No. <laughs> we'll make it work. The more it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll feel good. <laughs> it all feels good. And we hope you guys feel good and have an awesome week. And yeah. Yeah, guys. Keep the light going keep the positive vibes going and um, keep our podcast on (laughs) and Mm. keep those reviews and comments going. We love you lots. Amanda and Amanda, I love you too. I love you. I love you. You know, if you say olive juice, um, it means 
Well, if you yeah. lip it, it looks like I love you. I love you. Honestly, yeah. I tried that olive juice. Yeah, it does actually. It does. Yeah. I'm looking in the mirror right now. I'm like, wait, let me practice. Now, it. now try vacuum. Oh, <laughs> that does look like a. Ooh, that looks nasty. It's like what I just said. Vacuum. I didn't say anything wrong. What are you talking about? Have oh, a great week, a everyone. <laughs> yeah. See y'all, guys. Try vacuum, but not in front of people. <laughs> it's a good one, though. It works. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.